0: The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and wanna show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, it really helps. Enjoy the show. Question, help me define the specific dollar amount for the customer happiness manager. Um, where's the spreadsheet? What does it say on the spreadsheet? Just don't have to.
1: Um, it says
0: spreadsheet, the job description,
1: the job description has a base, base salary. And then it says like the base salary is X. And then if you, um, if we get like X amount of.
0: Okay. So there's no numbers. It's just base plus. Yeah. It
1: was just left blank. And we're, we're currently like hiring for, for that position. And I've, already gotten some interest, but I am like, I don't know what we should be paying for this position.
0: So the base salary is going to be based on because just so you guys know, salary, if you cut it in half is hourly. So 40 grand a year is 20 bucks an hour. 60 grand a year is 30 bucks an hour. 30 grand a year is 15 bucks an hour. So mm-hmm. easy peasy. For me, that's about a $20 an hour task, um, give or take. Yeah. So the base is kind of going to be based on 15 to $20 because there's going to be a bonus. So I want them to be making 20, 25 over. So the reason I left it blank is if you've got um, like residential is very different than commercial. So if you've got your residential, and you're doing 150 clients, they're going to all need a lot less handholding, but there's 150 of them. If you're commercial and you've only got seven clients, they're going to need, you know, it's only seven clients. What can they do? But they are going to need more attention. Or you're going to want to give them more attention than um, obviously the residential. So about how many clients do you have? <clears throat>
1: uh, oh my goodness. Uh and
0: there's 10. Like
1: Like 80?
0: that's perfect. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just not 200, not 30, 80 is fine. Um, Yeah. Okay. So I'd start with the standards that I want. Like for commercial, I would have a standard that I just had for everybody. So it'd be like weekly, get touched quarterly by the customer happiness manager, two to three times a week, get touched monthly, Um, four times a week or above. We are probably every month on site. So the others would just be touched like phone call, Three, you know, four times a week and up would be um, probably monthly on-site, monthly phone call, and then like quarterly or twice a year meet with the guy. Like I'd have a standard that was just like based on your frequency, we're going to handle it. For you, are you doing any monthly or is it all weekly or every other week?
1: Uh, uh We are doing some monthly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'd probably do the monthlies like twice a year. <laughs> I'm just not going to give them and I try and get them as quickly as possible. I keep raising their prices or lowering their cost of goods sold. So it gets to the point where it's like, well, shit for that price, I might as well just go, you know, it's like, well, it's 300 bucks a month monthly. Or if you go twice, a, twice a month, you know, maybe it's a 30, 35% cost of goods sold and you go 45% cost of goods sold for every other week. And, you know, and it takes less time because obviously things aren't as big of a mess it's like or it's 450 for you know what i'm saying i'm trying to move it so the financially it's just like well that's stupid it just makes more sense but
1: yeah that's what i've been trying to do uh just so that it's a bit more of a motivation to be like hey if you spend an extra 100 bucks a month like we're coming literally twice as often um so yeah i'm trying to kind of work on work on them a little bit
0: okay so if they're i'm just going to assume everyone's every other week cuz some are monthly and some are weekly but let's just assume every other week you got 80 clients if they all want to be touched somehow once a month, 80 times. To, yeah. I would imagine that's like less than a five hour a week job, right? Probably an hour for the uh, company party. So let's just say five hours, make it a hundred bucks. So like, yeah, like a $500 base would probably be plenty for a company your size, which is probably higher than it needs to be for a smaller company. 80 clients is a higher base than usual. And then I would just look at what your turn rate was for last year and if it's a, if your churn rate goes down because of this person, I would bonus them based on that. Like, I'm not going to give them a bonus to keep it the same. Like, well, that was what it was before you. <laughs> you don't get a you know, you have to make it better. But I would pay pretty well if the churn rate went down because that's a big, you know, if you if your churn rate went from losing 10% of your clients to 5% of your clients, that would be tens of thousands of dollars of revenue for you. So, like, you know, every quarter of the churn rates, uh, every percentage below what it was last time, I'd pay them a thousand bucks or some, some pretty generous, uh, bonus. And then on commercial, you got to be a little different because churn rate's really hard to measure over a short amount of time. Like annually, you could do it, but quarterly is like, we just had a lucky quarter and unlucky quarter. And last thing you want to do is bonus somebody on luck where they're like, I don't really have a stake in this outcome. I'm going to do the best I can. But sometimes people leave and sometimes people don't. When you've got 80 clients and the residential, you can do churn rate quarterly and get a pretty good picture of what's going on. Monthly, again, too, too much luck. You might have a bad month or a good month, but quarterly, I would pay them like yeah, a quarter, of like maybe a thousand bucks for every percent churn they go under or something like that, or at least 500.
1: And I would assume that like it, when I was kind of typing up the ad, it would never, ever be realistic for an expectation to be that their turnover is zero. Cause you're just no. going to have clients that'll leave that have nothing to do with th- them not doing their job.
0: Or the salesperson doesn't do their job and they take on a bad okay. client that needs to be fired. No. Yeah. Yeah, zero percent is not only unreasonable and healthy. Something's wrong. You know how to have zero turn rate? Have one client. You know, yeah.
1: Like we had really low. I was looking at our numbers from last year, and we had an incredibly low turnover. But that was before we started the program. So we had we had like no turnover because we weren't we were so affordable. So I'm trying to figure out like what's a realistic turnover to expect now that we're like now that we're in your program and we've got a totally different set up.
0: So two things. One is not just that you were underpriced, so people stayed longer. Um, two, you weren't growing as fast. So if yeah. you're not adding clients, your turn is going to be lower. So I would probably then even bonus her to keep it the same. So sorry. If all things were the same in the business, I'm not mm-hmm. going to bonus them to stay the same. But if you double your business and revenue and you and you move from like a super low price option for some people... And again, the cool thing is you're not going to... Keep moving, right? You've got, you should have by now gotten all your kind of low price customers out. They're all the right customers. So I don't think that'll be a big deal. It's more going to be the growth when you start adding more customers in. It's harder to, you know what I'm saying? Like people are like, oh, I've got perfect reviews. It's like, you've got seven reviews, get 300 and you'll want 23 bad ones and 270 or whatever good ones. So it's okay that we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for scale. So I probably would then pay a bonus with just telling them, hey, that's the standard, or that's the goal, is to keep it the same even as we scale. Before we had no customer profit, uh, ha- customer happiness manager, but we didn't add as many clients. Now we're adding more clients. With you, we're going to pay you to keep the same thing. So I'd still pay a bonus, maybe on matching last year's, um, as opposed to decreasing. Okay, but that's just for Claire. If your business isn't changing substantially, I would not pay to maintain. But if you're if your growth rate skyrocketed now i will pay to maintain because that's obviously a reasonable difference okay but again this is only like a five hour a week job generally so the whole compensation if it's only a couple grand is not a big deal we're not looking for a full-time gig here
1: oh, okay so the base salary would be closer to like 500 and then they could earn like a couple
0: couple grand a quarter couple grand a salary. quarter something yeah. like that. okay and again this is a five or ten hour week job or you know what i'm saying it's it's not a big it's not a big time commitment Hey, amazing people, you may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now, back to the show.
1: Can you remind me, I know that they have to like touch base with clients once per month they're also responsible for scheduling the quality checks and like and being present for some of the quality checks
0: no the scheduler okay. should schedule the quality checks okay they should take the they should review the report because whether you do it on paper, or on an app, there should be some sort of checklist that before they leave where the customer, the cleaner goes, I'm certifying when the client comes home, they're going to feel really good about this. They're going to walk in and be happy. That's the outcome. And then the checklist is just the, how to do that. The checks are going to have another team that didn't clean it, filling out that same form. So their job is to check the checks, right? So they're going to take all the checks that have been scheduled by the scheduler and the uh, compare those with the um, the checks that have happened by the person that should be happy, the cleaners, which should happen every time, and they can check some of them or all of them. I wouldn't go none of them. I probably would go all, some of them, mostly the ones where it's a big difference, right? Marie cleaned it, and she's like, "We did great." And Don goes in and goes, "This place is a shithole." Well, that's the one I'm going to check. If Marie said they did great and Don said they did great, I'm not saying I would never check it, but I'm that's going to be at the bottom of the list. The top of the list is going to be where somebody said something. Oh, okay. And the minimum is only every team checking one client per week. They they can do more, but that's the minimum. So it's not like there should be 20, 30 checks coming on, you know, every week. There doesn't have to be that many. But I would want to make sure every every client got checked quarterly. So those would be my two standards. I'd have to do the math of okay, every team for the team's benefit has to check another team monthly. Or sorry, every week they need to do whatever their jobs are, plus check one. And every every place has to be, t- at least every other week one has to be, every with the weekly and the bi-weekly need to be checked, at least uh, quarterly. So that's how I would tell the scheduler, those are my standards. Schedule them however you see fit that meets those two standards.
1: Oh, got it. Okay. So the customer happiness manager would only really get involved or chat with the team if there's like a huge discrepancy. They would
0: check the checks. Yeah, check the checks. Okay. Yeah. And they're generally going to, at the, at the daily meetings, that's where they would give the feedback and not specifically Marie, you did a shit job, but generally if Marie did a shit job, I'm going to talk to her privately, but say I've noticed from the checks, or even if it was just Marie, I'm not going to call her out, but say they have had problems with trash or this or that. Um, daily meetings, sorry, daily meetings, not, uh, sorry. Weekly meetings. God bless it. I'm drunk. I'll, I promise I'll stop drinking before noon. Um, so yeah, weekly meetings. Don's brand new here. He's still busting my balls. I had that one coming, dude. Yes, weekly meetings. Um, I just got off my daily meeting with my team. So what's <laughs> in, in a different, for a specific team. We don't, we are main team meetings that we do are weekly. Just my uh, enrollment team. They need more. So yes, at the weekly meetings, that's where the customer happiness manager would broadly, even if you know there's just a problem with Marie and it wasn't huge, I'm not even going to call Marie out. I'm just going to say to the whole team and not be like, this was Marie. I'm just going say, hey, team, we all need to focus on X. If it was something egregious, I'll probably still say, hey, team, we need to focus on X. And I might pull Marie aside in private and give her a little encouragement.
1: So in terms of like the bonus, um, how the bonus is paid out, would I just kind of like we do with our cleaning crew where it just gets divvied up where it's like, a certain amount of that is turnover. A certain amount of that is like our positive reviews versus negative reviews. And then a like a separate amount of that is just like...
0: I'm mostly going to go churn. feedback for our team. Most of it is going to be churn. Yeah, no, I'm not going to bonus them for providing feedback. That's what they get paid their salary for. So churn it. is going to be 75% of it. And then I'd probably just do a flat because you should be getting positive reviews all the... Not all the time, but consistently anyway so yes i would just pay them a flat hey i called don and i spoke with him and asked for a review and he gave it i just give him 50 bucks or 100 bucks or a flat fee there so that'd be a small amount but not for every review that came in just the reviews that they specifically generate and there'd have to be some sort of trust in there like if i thought they were lying and like that one's mine that's a that's a fireable issue if they're literally stealing or lying so there would have to be a trust enough where they you know they're being honest but yeah i'd probably pay somewhere between. 1500 bucks per that. Like I said, maybe a thousand bucks per point there at or under your churn for the quarter. Um, maybe start at 500. You can always go up. And then if, if for the boy you're talking about, maybe a $500 uh, base salary. The good thing is, Claire, when you get the right person, the details aren't as important. Like I'm not saying con- compensation is important, but this isn't like a 70, 80, a dollar a year job. This is like a, you know, Five to $15,000 a year job that they'll be doing five or 10 hours a week. So get someone in, tweak it the way you want it. The only kind of big non negotiables I would take away is pay based on lack of churn. And um, yeah, that would be the focus. If, if, cause again, customers can say I'm super happy and leave. I'm like, well, are you? <laughs> or they could go, I'm, I, this sucks. I'm like, all right, well, it's part friends. No, I still want the service. Okay. Well, maybe it doesn't suck that bad. So. I like actions better than words, right? It's I'd rather not. That I'm giving zero positives for a positive review. I like that, but churn's a pretty good indicator, right? If you guys all said next level's amazing, I love it, but never didn't stay. I'm like, it's not amazing. <laughs> you don't love it, right? So I like churn. I think is much better than it's just more feet to the. It's it's just less subjective than you know reviews. Great, but eighty percent of it should be your job is to make sure people are really happy.
1: Okay, got it.
0: And I I would quantify happiness by how long they stay. People vote with their dollars and they their feet. Okay, cool. So yeah, don't don't over compli- complicate it. Just by the fact that you have one and your your checks are happening, you're going to be above ninety to one hundred percent of your competition. You're going to be kicking ass. And as long as that whatever you pay that customer happy manager, your overall expenses are still twenty five percent or less, it's all fine. So those are those are kind of the guidelines to make sure you don't get uh, screwed we're not screwed, but you don't, you know, if you color within those lines, you can do whatever you want. You'll be fine. Cool. Um, did I answer all your questions? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, sorry. I had so many, but I'm like in the weeds with all these admin positions and I'm like, I can't interview people if I don't know what I'm talking about. So thanks very much for confirming all that.
0: Well, let me make, just put you to rest a little bit. The things that you're are non-viable are core values, no matter what they do if the core values match thin sliced, not you know, a very specific outcome, not well, I kind of want you to do this and that. And it's not really clear. Just do a bunch of shit that I don't want to do. Like very like customer happiness manager, pretty clear. Turnover. Low turnover, you're doing well. High turnover, you're doing badly. Um, scheduler. If all the meetings and everything's scheduled, the, the 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 cleanings, the checking on the cleanings, all the interviews, that's all handled. Not have to worry about it. You're doing great. If they're not, you're not doing great. Like super specific. Like everyone knows what's going on, and you hire them. and You're still at 25% expenses, and their core values match. All the other stuff is just me trying to make it a little better for you. But if you're like, that's stupid. I don't want to do it. I want to do it my own way. God bless. Don't care. 25% expense. Core values match. Clear outcome, not fuzzy. Be a social media manager. What the hell does that mean? Like, yeah. make you know, customer service. I don't, I don't know what that means. Even customer happiness manager, close, but what is that? What's what is a happy customer? No more than four percent churn a quarter. Pretty yeah. freaking clear. <laughs> There's like, what else, what else is there to talk about? Like scheduler. Is everything scheduled? Did everyone show up on time and do everything without me having to do anything or not? They did. Great, you did a good job. They did not. You had to come in. And I had to call and you had a whole man. You didn't do a good job. Like super specific. Hard for them. Sales. You went on this many calls. Did you close 60% or more? Great. Like everything's very clear. Okay. Yeah. So those are the inviolable rules that you're like, I got to be strict on all the other stuff. Dance in the middle, do what makes you happy. You're as long as a core values match, you'll be fine. Well, here we are the end of the podcast and you made it great job.